Welcome to episode 505 of South Cedo Paranormal. And tonight I will continue talking about paranormal patterns, A to Z, and this is part three of this series. As always, you can find all episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page, and that is southcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O, paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Thank you all for listening, whether you are here for the live streams on Discord or if you listen to the podcast or YouTube feeds, or on the Trouble Minds Radio Network, KUAP Digital Broadcasting. There you can hear replays of two episodes of the show every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Trouble Minds Radio comes on. As always, I want to thank Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, as well as Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds podcast, for producing the shows and putting them up on the station along with the music that you hear at the start and end of every show over there. So I uh, really appreciate that. Um, if you'd like to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always share the show with others and rate and review it on your podcast platform of choice. You can uh, also find some paranormal fiction and nonfiction books I've written, and uh, those are available over on Amazon. I also have a Patreon page. Right now, there's just one extra episode there. I plan on doing at least one a month starting in at some point in November, mid to late November. Uh, and that will be that content will be available to everyone that signs up on any membership tier level on that page. Uh, just another way to support the show. Also, if you'd like to do that uh, through a one-time donation, right now the best way to do that would be through PayPal. Uh, as um, there are always there are always expenses in making these shows, from equipment to research materials to uh, travel expenses. I will be going in less than a week now to the Mid Michigan Paracon this November fourth and fifth. That's the Saturday and Sunday as I record this, and that's in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. I will be there most of the day Saturday, and then part of the day on Sunday. And uh, just uh, making audio recordings of myself and anyone else that wants to join me to talk about all things paranormal. And, um, and then, of course, I will share those recordings on future shows once I get back home. So looking forward to that. Uh, I have no idea what to expect, but um, I am excited to see what that is all about. So uh, you're all welcome if you can still get tickets. I don't know how many tickets are left to, uh, to meet me there if you're able. And uh, if not, and if you'd like to still support the show, again, PayPal is the way to do that right now. If you'd like to uh, help sort of offset some of those expenses, as so many people have already done, really appreciate that. And then you all know who you are. Um, so, and I think that covers everything. Again, this is part three in this series of shows where I'm reviewing this um, just selected entries from this website called Paranormal Encyclopedia. And uh, each entry has its own page, but just the even the basic entry has been enough sort of to um, talk about those descriptions and uh, 
just my thoughts on them and everything. And and again, I, I um, everyone has to do their own research to look into sort of what they feel is, I think, um, accurate about a lot of these these terms because depending on who you ask, things there there can be differences. So um, I really like this website. I think it's a great starting off point for research and conversation into um, regarding all things uh, paranormal and, and in some cases the occult and and uh, other areas as well, cryptozoology and then aliens, um, all those different things. There's a lot of stuff on this website and not even probably getting through, I don't even know, uh, a quarter of it, probably even less in the series, just uh, going through the basic uh, definitions or descriptions and picking out the ones that seem like the most, um, some of the most important ones to me as far as uh, major terms or major thoughts in the paranormal or supernatural. So that's what I've been doing this last couple of days, and this is uh, the third part on that series. So um, I guess that means I can get right to this here. And uh, so I, we finished the letter J yesterday. In the last night's show. And uh, so moving on to the letter K. I don't believe there was a ton in here. I wanted to... Uh, there's really only one. and It's something we already sort of mentioned. Um, I think it was yesterday. Uh, and that is Curly and Photography. Which is named after apparently... Uh, someone by that last name, actually. Uh, controversial... Uh, so it's a controversial technique to photograph a person's uh, aura or a biofield. And I like that name for sort of that energy around a person's biofield. It seems like it's sort of a mix of scientific and also sort of paranormal as well. I, I like that word. So that's really all I had for, for letter K there. Um, so some of these we're going to move through real fast, and others I think uh, will take longer, as you'll see here as we get further into this. So moving on to the letter L, again, not a ton here I wanted to go into. Um, does mention uh, a couple of different things here. First of all, uh, sort of one of those many many um, figures that uh, are seen in, in one of these um, figures that I talked about yesterday uh, where they're collectively known at least to some people, as fairies. This next one here is Leprechaun. And this is, in Irish mythology, an elf-like creature. Elves also, for anyone that's not aware, um, are sort of in that same... People. A lot of people put them in that same subgroup of, of um, fairies, which in general just seems to mean these figures that are um, not quite as tall as... as, as um, people are as regular as human people are regular human beings are in a lot of cases uh they say one meter tall here so um but then going uh, down this here there's a few more in this one i want to touch on for sure the next one is uh levitation and that is the raising of a body into the air without physical aid and this i've, I've heard of this done through various kinds of um sort of spiritual practices over the years and in, in some rare cases, uh, but also 
this ability that some entities seem to have to uh, lift objects into the air without uh, physical means to do so. And in some more extreme cases uh, that, of course, are the ones that a lot of uh, horror TV shows and movies want to cover, um, there are rare cases, and it's rare, I think, overall, a lot more rare than um, the TV shows and movies like to have you think. Uh, people have been supposedly levitated, and, of course, those are more negative uh, encounters. But, um, so, yeah, there's that uh, that word as well. But just to, if you think about, if, if people see objects that appear to, um, when they appear to be rising up off of a surface without any aid, and, of course, um, that's that's levitation in a way. So this next one here is something that comes up a lot uh, for a lot of reasons, I think. And uh, we'll get into this here. It says ley lines. That's L-E-Y in this spelling anyway, ley lines. And it says patterns and alignments of invisible energy said to connect various sacred locations, uh, such as churches, stone circles, burial grounds, and others. And this is something that comes up, like I said, just constantly whenever there's sort of um, we're looking into the larger picture of how uh, mysterious uh, experiences or encounters or events happen around the world. These seem to be brought up and it's sort of um, one of those things where it's almost a, a cliche, cliche in the paranormal, but also may not be wrong either. I think there is something to that. I don't know how it works, but um, I do believe based on just pe pe people I've talked to who had experiences, other people who have just been researching all these things, uh, I I think that they exist in some form. So uh, just uh, that's just based on what I've heard and read and and uh, over the years, last few, almost three years, by the way, um, of doing this show. It'll be three years as of the next show that we do uh, tomorrow night, which will be, um, I think what I'm going to do with, uh, by the way, with tomorrow night's show, with the Halloween show, is just uh, go through the last of whatever is left of this uh, this encyclopedia, um, the last of letters. I'll just go long, a little bit long, and uh, finish it off. And um, then we'll do something different for Wednesday's show to kick off November, even though there's going to be a little break after um, after Wednesday's show, but uh, still, I want to make sure I do at least one show to start off in November. Anyway, so uh, and that'll be Wednesday. Um, but the next one here they have is someone, something that we've all heard of, I'm sure, just about, and that is the Loch Ness Monster. And that is a legendary creature said to inhabit the Scottish lake Loch Ness. So, and there's a lot of discussion about that. Um, the last one here, literally the last one in the L's, is lycanthropy. In folklore, the ability of a person to change into animal form. Uh, in psychiatry, it says the delusion of having been transformed into an animal. So, they sort of have two different definitions there. Um, and that just goes to cryptids. That just goes to this idea of human 
human-like creatures and or humans that can turn into creatures of different kinds. So um, that takes care of the elves. So we'll move on to the next one here. And uh, hope you all have been enjoying this series. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying doing this myself because uh, it's something different to do, but also um, it's sort of an overview of what we talk about in this show and other shows a lot as it is anyway. So I think uh, this has been, I think this is working hopefully well for everyone to have this, uh, this series here going on right around this time of year. So going on to the M's, there's definitely a few, more than a few words here and uh, uh, things here to talk about in this letter. And, um, first one here, of course, is magic. And that's says, a broad term with many varying definitions. In short, any art which seeks to influence the physical world through the use of supernatural phenomena. So that is a neat definition. I think that's trying to tackle that kind of a definition is hard no matter what you do. Um, but I, I can't argue with what they say there either. So, um, and of course, the, the next one I want to cover here is a magician. And they say a person who practices uh, some form of magic. In popular culture, a magician is an entertainer. Although this type of magician is more properly referred to as an illusionist. So what they're talking about there is people that can perform tricks, what they call magic tricks, where there is no paranormal involved where it's all physical effects that and misdirection and, and different things i don't i'm not an expert on any of this but um i kind of get the basic idea but there's also the idea of again the first part of that definition there a person who practices some force uh, some form of magic in other words uh working with basically the unseen world uh usually unseen world um to get to have um to get certain things done. So that's basically uh, how my mind sort of wraps around that term there. Um, moving on here, I'm gonna skip down a little bit. Okay, this next one here um, is, let's see here. Okay, so um, this next one here is materialization. And this is the appearance of objects or living beings from thin air. It was also a popular trick in seances in the late 19th and early 20th century. But also, if you think about this, this is sort of connected to, um, in the very beginning in this of this series a couple of nights ago, talking about airports and asports. I'm not sure how you say that exactly. Um, but the vanishing and then reappearing of uh solid objects and in a way that we we can't explain that's that's part of that's part of that that's associated with that i think um for the most part there this next part here next one here i wanted to mention is uh, something i did a show on a while ago uh with uh, michael strange uh it was a fun show and uh definitely look into that if you uh, are interested and that is uh, men in black and it's a phenomena associated with UFO uh, sightings in which men dressed in black appear. 
It is claimed these men assist in cover-ups and discourage witnesses from speaking publicly. This phenomenon was made famous in the Men in Black movies. I would say in the paranormal, supernatural kind of that world, it's been famous for a bit longer than that, but I do... Um, the the movies definitely didn't didn't help or didn't hurt with that either. And uh, and the, the the thing that this um, definition and I, I don't blame them because it's a lot to get into. It doesn't uh, sort of mention there is that these figures that are dressed in black, they at different times seem to one degree or another to lesser or greater degree to possibly be something other than humans. Or um, at least there's there's qualities about them that are not um, do not seem like 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 they're human. So just wanted to point that out as well. Uh, funny enough, the um, next one I want to mention here is Mothman. And for anyone who has looked into the whole um, series of events in uh, Point Pleasant, let me see here. Uh, I think it says here. Yeah, it does. Okay, Point Pleasant, West Virginia. I always, especially right now, because I'm thinking of Mount Pleasant, Michigan, I get those two sort of mixed up in my mind. But I'll just read the definition here, and we'll go from there. And it says, A creature reportedly sighted numerous times in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, in the U.S., between November of 1966 and November of 1967. Mothman was said to be a man-sized creature with wings and large, reflective, or luminous eyes. <laughs> There's a whole story there we won't get into, um, but uh, I will just say that uh, if you if you're looking for a, uh, an amazing book, uh, just about all kinds of high strangeness, UFOs, this Mothman creature. Definitely uh, pick up the Mothman Prophecies. I believe is the name of the book uh, because there's and there's Men in Black in there. There's it's just it's just um, it's quite the the book and about a, a series of experiences that um, I have no idea what was going on there. But um, so yeah, just uh, definitely recommend that book there. Uh, going on to the last two entries here, I want to mention. This next one is also sort of associated with uh, UFOs and or, in some cases, cryptids, I believe. Maybe not so much there, but definitely UFOs. And that's mystery helicopters. Unmarked helicopters, often colored black, which have been reported flying near the scenes of uh, unusual paranormal activity, such as cattle mutilations and UFO, UFO sightings. So, and that is something I've heard about, um, where these craft happen to be there before, during, or after sightings of strange events going on. Also, I've heard of somewhere these there are objects in the sky that appear to be helicopters, except they're not making any noise. And in some rare cases, I believe they're even seen to they seem to shapeshift in some way, so that. It, it's hard to say if it's if it really is even a helicopter that's go, that's in the air there in that situation. So just wanted to bring that up as well. 
And this, the last uh, entry in this, the letter M, is mythology. And this is an important, uh, I'll, I'll go into why in a second here, and it says the accumulated collection of myths, folklore, legends, and ancient stories from a uh, given culture. And this is something I, I really want to get back into at some point, uh, mythology from around the world, because um, I, I wonder in so many of these, these stories of, of um, things that, that people talk about, if there's not some kind of a truth about paranormal activity from who knows how far back it, uh, built into these stories of, of um, and these, again, it mentions myths, folklore, legends, and ancient stories, um, where maybe there was uh, some paranormal entity or figure that a myth, any given myth was uh, based on. So that's why uh, I am really interested uh, in mythology in general, just in case there's a chance that um, there may be some some kind of reality to um, to mythology in any way. So, um, so that takes care of the uh, M's, and uh, we'll move on to the N's. If I'm not mistaken, there's not a ton here I wanted to go into. Yeah, uh, so it mentions, um, of course, nature spirits, and that it says spirits said to exist in nature, usually invisible to mortals, may be good or evil. And um, and so this again goes goes back to similar, but I don't know if it's the same because I think words can be tricky with that. To in the in the the first episode, uh, maybe actually maybe it was the second one. Um, either way, one of these last two episodes where uh, elementals were mentioned. So, um, but I'm not sure if it's the same or if it's they're sort of connected or what's going on there. But um, just wanted to bring that up. Another one uh, here is necromancy. And it says that's a method of divination by raising the spirits of the dead. So lots of... Um, Lots of ways you can go with that sort of that category right there. And that is one thing I don't know a ton about, so I'm just going to leave that one there. Um, so let's see here. Going to, uh, I think that's going to be it. Uh, I guess we can do this last one here: numerology, uh, an ancient method of using numbers to analyze people's character and motivation in life. And that's something that has been coming up over the last few years. Um, I've been sort of talking to people and doing research into different things. I I do not understand much of it at all. Um, and but numbers do seem to pop up in association with uh, synchronicities and other events. Sometimes directly paranormal, other times not so much. But that does seem to be uh, sort of possibly connected in a way um whether it's direct or not i don't know but um but yeah so i just wanted to mention that one as well and uh so yeah i think there's let's see here there's three letters left i had pulled up for today uh and okay so now in the o's here the occult or the occult something that is hidden uh secret or 
or reserved knowledge. So that's that. And um, I think that basically covers everything uh, that I'd want to talk about in there, in the letter O. So that's one, another one knocked out there. And uh, that's going to do it for today. Thank you all for listening. And I will talk to you all on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care.